Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Hello, and thank you for joining us. Let's Talk Sword. I am your host, Apostle Robin Stokes, and I have with me here today, Minister Amanda Smith. And we are so honored to have her here on Let's Talk Sword. And I believe that today God is going to bless us because not only is she a minister, but she also is a first-time author. And we're going to talk about her book on today. But the topic on today is I Am a Overcomer. Yeah, I made it personal because she has overcame many obstacles as well as myself and others. But today, she's going to talk to us on how she was able to overcome and not able to just overcome the obstacles and things that's going on in her life, but also be able to birth a book out of that same situation. So we are honored today to be with you. And again, I am Apostle Robin Stokes, your host. And again, we have our very own guest here, Minister Amanda Smith, which is a first-time author. And we're going to talk a little bit more about her book, When You Are Going Through a Devotional. It's nothing like having a tool in front of you when you're going through. But I believe it's nothing like having the author to sit here with us on today to tell us how to get through those obstacles, how to get through those hard times. Amen. So we are honored to have you here today. Welcome, welcome. Okay. So we're going to move right on. But before we move on. I would like to give thanks unto the Lord, if that's okay, in Psalms 139, 14. Come on, women. I am, I am a what? Psalms 139, 14 woman, fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on, you got to say that loud and clear. I am a Psalms 139 woman, 14 fearfully and wonderfully made. Because the Bible lets us know in Psalms one. 39, 14, I will give thanks unto thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderfully are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. And we are, Psalms 139, 14, women, fearfully and wonderfully be made. And also, men, you're also fearfully and wonderfully made. So I'm not going to allow this to be sexist. I'm just talking about women, because we know that besides every great woman is a great man, and besides every great man is what? Great woman. That's right. Great woman. That's right. So 
Y'all are included. So let's go ahead and just move right along. But before we do that, I'm glad that you have joined us again for season two. Season one was so awesome. We had some wonderful guests to come on and talk about different topics. But now we're in season two, and we're glad to have our very own guest, Minister Amanda Smith, to come and not just talk to us about being an overcomer, but also coming to talk about her book. So it's always good to bring on the author to be able to come and talk about their own book instead of someone else explaining somebody else's story, huh? What do you think about that? (laughs) So when I asked her to come on, she was excited. So I'm glad that she was able to make it here today. But before we move forward, I want you all to know, and let's talk SOAR. SOAR is Special Women of World Diversities. See, women, we are being educated. We are being, we're able to engage. We're able to elevate ourselves, equip ourselves, encourage ourselves so that we can evolve into our what? Our purpose, our destiny through what? Ministry, through business, through entrepreneurship, Endeavors, whatever it is that God has given us to do, we're able to educate one another. We're able to encourage one another. We're able to what elevate one another to evolve one another, so that we can help one another in order for us to reach our highest potential and what it is that God has given us to do. That's why we are a voice of many, meaning that we come together as one in unity to be able to spread not only the good news, but to be able to spread words of encouragement to help one another reach their what? Purpose and their destiny in life. So for those that may not know, let us be a voice to you. Let us be a voice for many, whether we a mother, a daughter, a niece, a cousin, an aunt, or grandmother, let us be that voice for you. So Let's now get ready to talk to our very own minister, Amanda Smith. But I can also say Arthur Amanda Smith because she just wrote her first book and it's called When You Are Going Through a Devotional. Not when she was going through, but she wrote it for you when you're going through. Why did you put you instead of me? I put you instead of me due to this book is to go out to help other people, to Mm -hmm. encourage other people, Mm -hmm. to be able to get them through their hard times Mm -hmm. because God got me through my hard times and that's where this devotional came through was my hard times in my life that I went through and God allowed me to be able to search scripture that was able to help me to to be able to get through what I was going through, but also to be able to get you all through what you all are going through currently. Amen. Did you hear what she said? You. See, she made it personal so that you can get through. Amen. Because God has allowed her to get through. Now she's sharing what God did for her in order for you to get through. So in reading this book, Before we get to the book, just want to tell you just a little bit more about Minister Amanda Smith. I know she wrote me a bio, but I know her personally. She's like a spiritual daughter to me, and she is really awesome. I'm telling you, the first time when I met her, 
Um, all I can see was a servant heart. She was willing to serve. She was willing to help. I'll never forget about two years ago, as we do the Christmas thing every year, I remember running around doing everything. And at the end of the program, um, two years ago, I remember herself and Sister Sarah, they actually sat me down and said, Apostle, now we want you to sit down and just watch us clean up if that's okay. And I said, well, I'll try. I was, I, was, I was so, you know, moving where I just wanted to help and get things just broke down. Because, you know, after everything is over, you now you got to break down everything. And they said, no, we would not allow you to do another lift, another finger. And I'm going to tell you something. The way those young women cleaned this place. Hey, I can get them to clean anytime. Because, you know, everybody can't clean like you, okay? But they cleaned it to the T. I'm talking about sprinkle, sprinkle, Mr. Clean, clean, clean. And even while they were cleaning, we were ministering to them. So they were going through deliverance cleaning. I'll yes. never forget that. And I remember her continent, her continents. When we saw her maybe, what, three, four months later, how God changed her continents and just the, the glory of God just began to resonate from her. Not saying that it was something that we did, but God began to what? Minister to her. And, and even while she was cleaning and helping us, God was working some things through her. So just because of her faithfulness and her obedience, God began to work on the inside of her. And even till today, which been another two years where I saw God do a tremendous transformation. Yes, we all suffer with something, but I'm going to tell you something. God really have transformed this young lady, and guess what? He is still transforming her, and I just love it because every time that I see her worshiping and serving in the house of God, even in her ministry where she's part of, glory to God, Turning Point Ministries with our very own pastor, um, Elder Monica. God just allowed her to glow in just the radiance that come through her spirit, through her kindness, through her love, through her servanthood. Um, I'm just honored to, to be connected. You know, when you're connected to people that are servants, it's really an honor because everybody don't serve. So tell me, how did you reach that place of that servanthood that you, that you walk in? The way I got into servanthood, um, I was born and raised in church. Um, I know she hasn't gotten to my bio yet, but uh, just to give a little background on me, um, I was born and raised in church. Um, I was never, ever mm -hmm. the... I was always drugged to church, okay. even if I didn't want to go. Hey, and <laughs> I'm thankful today for that, but... In my time when I was dealing with what I was dealing with <laughs> and God allowed me to be able to get into church <laughs> and just my parents teaching me to serve in the church even mm -hmm. at a young age mm -hmm. it just it just it just transferred over to my adulthood and mm -hmm. I'm so thankful that I was taught how to serve because it's been such a blessing to myself mm -hmm. but not only myself to the people that God's allowed to put in my life mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful for that oh and you know what people don't understand is this you know Elisha he was after Elijah Mantle but at the end of the day when you're talking about servanthood let me tell you when you serve 
and you're serving with the right motive and serving with the right heart and not looking for anything but just to serve for God, mantles just begin to fall. So you're saying to yourself, how am I able to do this and say this and walk in this type of anointing and these giftings because of who you have served under, where you wasn't expecting anything, you just knew to serve. And mantles just begin to fall. See, we don't have to ask for the mantles. If you're walking in obedience and serving for the right motive in God because you want to please God and not man, mantles will begin to fall where you won't have to chase after a mantle. You won't have to seek after the anointing. The anointing will just come upon you. So that's what happened. God began to allow mantles to just fall on you. And, and that's why even in your work that we're going to begin to talk about how God has blessed you and different job endeavors and even your business that God is birthing through you, which is he's birthing it. So today may not be that day that you talk about that because we know about talking prematurely. We learn that also in prayer. Amen. Amen. And she also is a prayer warrior. She's always, when we when we do our 21-day fast and prayers, she's always here. Matter of fact, she actually came in during our 21-day of prayer and fasting in August. August the 1st through the 21st. And what we both did not know is this, because I know most of you, when you came on the show and you saw that um, I have written a book as well, which we're not going to talk about me today, because that day will come where we'll talk about the book that God just birthed through me just recently. But the reason why I put it there is because God birthed out both of our books at the same time during our 21 days of prayer and fasting last month. Not even knowing that each one of us was birthing doing a book until the last, last, last. I think she was just pushing enter the Senate for them to publish it, and I was just finished writing it, going to the other thing, getting ready to send to enter, but needed some other guidance. And I was able, when she told me that, I was able to ask her because she had just went through that. So it was like God allowed us both to birth. And guess what? It all deals with prayer. Yes, it does. Her book is dealing with um, um, when you are going through devotional, where it's talked scriptural and it talks prayer. And the book, um, Dollar Prayer, 21 Days of Prayers and Declaration that God has birthed through me. It talks about prayer. So that lets you know through that 21 days of prayer and fasting of last month, books were birthed out. Yes. Through prayer. Yes. So tell me about that. How did that just happen? I was just just getting out of surgery, um, and I've had a couple people tell me, oh, you're supposed to be writing books. And I just looked at them crazy. I'm like, I'm not an author. I never will be. Like, what are you talking about? And But I had uh, about a year and a half ago, God started leading me into scripture to help me deal with the situations to get me going mm-hmm. through. And the different topics that are in the book are actually different situations that I had to learn mm-hmm. through that time that mm-hmm. God gave me. Mm-hmm. And as I was doing that, God just... After having that, I had it all written out in binders and notebooks. Wow. And people just started saying that you're supposed to be writing a book and all wow. this other. And I just looked at them like, no, I'm not writing. And wow. God finally set me down and mm-hmm. 
dealt with my heart, spoke to me, mm-hmm. and I sat down at the computer and just started typing. Okay, okay. And as I was typing, it took me two and a half days to type everything wow. that's in this book. Wow, wow. And that was only God. I give God all praise and honor for everything because mm-hmm. it's not anything that I did. It's what mm-hmm. God did through me. Amen. I like what she said. She said she's not going to give herself no praises. It's what God did through her because I'm telling you, God will do that. And did you hear what she said? She said, me, write a book, me, publish it. Come on now. She actually published the book as well. She just is not the, the, the author, but she also created and designed and published the book. Now, you know that's God. Yes. And now she ready to write another one and another one. I, I know she is because I am. Amen. <laughs> so once you write one book, hey, it's no stopping you. All those other books that's been prophesied, that's been said that will come out because I believe that that was the same thing that happened to me. The man of God, and I thank God for his life. I'll never forget when Apostle uh, Keith Brooks, glory to God, from Middletown, Ohio. I remember um, at the time of me going through, when you are going through, glory to God, I was going through a time of my life. And I believe, again, that's when I met Amanda, Minister Amanda, around that time, 2015. Around that time, I was going through, but I had to be the apostle. I had to be the evangelist. I had to be the pastor. I had to still encourage them, but I was going through. I was going through a hard, tough time in my life. But it wasn't that I did not want to share with them, but the thing was they were going through as well, but God needed me to pray them through. So what do you do when you're going through and God is saying to pray somebody else through? Yes. Help me help help me help me answer that. For me, I I do what God tells me to do. Mm-hmm. If I if God tells me like if I can tell that God that I know I'm going through myself with certain situations, but I know there's other people out there mm-hmm. with same issues and mm-hmm. also different issues, mm-hmm. even more worse situations than mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. And God, when God tells me to start praying for somebody, even though I don't feel like it, yes. whatever I don't feel like for myself that yes. I can't, yes. I still do. I lift other people up in prayer, and that's also how I got through my situation is lifting up other people in mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. So she said how she got through her situation is lifting other people up in prayer. See, let me tell you something. That's what it's about. When we're going through, we don't stop and are going through. We still got to not only lift ourselves up, but we got to lift other people up. And that's not easy. How do you smile when something just crucial, chaotic just happened? How do you get on the set? I don't know about you. But if you knew what I experienced today, how can I still get on the set today and still say God is good? Because I know that it's part of the trial. I know it's part of when I'm going through that there's a devotional. There's something I can read in this book. Something that I can tell myself as I even go to the chapter. Because in the chapter she says, no matter what you see in front of you, but God. Oh my God. No matter what you see in front of you, but God has the final say. Who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. See, he always has the final say. But what do you do when you're going through? Do you keep looking forward? Or do you just stay 
and sit down and just hide or cover yourself up and then just don't go nowhere. But she says, praying without the butt. How do you pray, Minister Amanda, without the butt? Whenever, if you guys, if any of you guys pray, we all always like, God do this, but I'm going to do this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And instead of putting that but mm-hmm. in the middle of our prayer, mm-hmm. to asking God for something, mm-hmm. we need to just fully trust God, uh-huh. fully understand God. Yes. Seek God before yes. we sit there and say, God, do this, but uh-huh. I'm going to do my own thing. We can't do that. That's right. That's right. That's God right. does not want us doing that. That's right. Because you can't put a but. You got to either do it. You got to either do it or not. But right. the thing is, you got to do it. Because when you say but, that's where doubt come in at. Yes. That's where you miss God. Because you got to do it. Sometimes we say, well, I'm going to go to church, but. But what? I know you got to go to work. I know you got to do this. I know you got to do that. But what happened when you need something from God? Do he say, well, I'm going to do it, but. No, he doesn't. What happened if he say, I'm going to do it, but you need to be more faithful. So that means that if you ain't faithful, he ain't going to do it. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. But you got to just do it. See, one of the things I'm learning in life, and I believe that Minister Amanda also know this is this, that when you just go ahead and move forward and do it, God will meet you there. Yes, he will. He will meet you now. I know they say that he may meet you halfway, but that's not that's not true. He will actually beat you there. Yes. Help us understand that, Minister Amanda. Like, it's, for me, it's, like, if God, like, with me, situation to just, uh, I'm going to kind of testify on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell a little testify. bit about myself. <laughs> okay. um, I was, I was in the middle of a mental health hospital um, for trying to commit suicide three different times in a week's time. Mm-hmm. I was sent to UK, which is the mental health hospital for the state of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And as I was there, I was court ordered to be there six months. Wow. Wow. To get the help that I needed. Wow. And I went into the courtroom. I did not want to be there for six months. Wow. But I didn't have a choice. Right, right, right. And as I was sitting there, God started. I was, I know God was in my life, but at that time, I was addicted to the alcohol and drugs. Okay. And okay. that's part of the reason why I was in the mental health hospital, too. Okay, okay. To get to help clean up from that. 
But in the middle of all that, I was talking to God and because I had an issue that happened there with another resident um, that actually put hands on me Mm -hmm. and uh, assaulted me Mm -hmm. and physically assaulted me. And in the middle of that, I could have easily swung at it, but I didn't. Okay. I stood there and just let whatever she was doing, let her do it because I didn't want to end up going to jail for hitting somebody. That's right. right. And during that time, after I got away from that situation, I went to my room and I just started crying out to God. That was the only thing I knew how to do. I'm like, God, like, I don't know why, what's going on, but if you get me out of here before this six months. But if you get me out of here, come on. And then what did you promise him? I promised him Uh to go to church, Uh to get away from the drugs and the alcohol. Okay. To completely cold turkey on it. Okay, okay, okay. God got me out of there Uh a week. I was only there exactly a week. Okay. And God got me out of there. I didn't have to finish the the rest of them six months out. Okay. I Yeah, I did go to church. Okay. But after I went to church, I went right back to my old ways. Oh, we all do, and we God, we, 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 we all do because we always we always say God, if you get me out of this, if you if, if you get me out of this one, I'll do this, I'll do that. But then the Holy Ghost, when the Holy, you got a chapter here that says you under arrest, Hallelujah, <laughs> house arrest. When I saw that, I said, Oh, the Holy Ghost will arrest you. Glory to God. See, that's what I used to do. I used to seek the Holy Ghost after my children. Glory to God. I say, Holy Ghost, arrest them. Do what you got to do, but don't kill them. Glory to God. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about house arrest. House arrest uh, stimulated where I was uh, pretty much in my house for a lot of weeks mm-hmm. uh, because I had major surgery done. Mm-hmm. I was out of work. Uh, I was staring at four walls. Okay, okay. And God, and I was just having an issue with like, God, like I'm ready to go, mm-hmm. get up and go because I can't stand sitting here any longer. Mm-hmm. And God dropped in my spirit one night. I was uh, in my room. I was uh, reading my Bible and praying. I was talking to somebody mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. and uh, the word... I was looking up something on the internet because I didn't understand something that I was reading. Mm-hmm. And I looked up on the internet, and as I was typing it in, house arrest came up. Okay, okay. So I'm like, I clicked on it, uh-huh. and I'm like, God, what are you trying to tell me? Because okay. that's got how God works with me. Okay. I come across something and just pops out at me. Okay, okay. I wasn't even looking for nothing about it. That's right. And God just allowed, just started speaking to me, started seeing me, sending me to scripture uh-huh. um, for that to go over how you always feel like you're on um, house arrest all the time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because here it says, um, here is, I'm right here in the book of, um, she said, because uh, we're in the book, page 18, that talks about house arrest, how we have to stay surrendered to God. So we surrender ourselves, not just saying mainly being in a house, like in a building, but house arrest is when God, the spirit of God arrests us. Amen. Yes. So he takes us out of our, away from our, our own will, zone. our comfort zone, and then we begin to work in his will. But one thing about God is he don't force us. Right. So we really 
give him the, the, the ability and give him the okay to put us on house arrest. Because he won't just come and say you're on house arrest. You know, the police, after, you know, you go through court and they find you guilty and they say, okay, well, we're not going to send you to jail, but we're going to put you on house arrest. But one thing about God is God won't put us on house arrest. He wants us to arrest ourselves yes. and put our own self on house arrest so that the Spirit of God can come in and arrest us so that He can turn us back to His will instead of right. our will. And at that time, to finish with the house arrest, and um, during that house arrest time, God was dealing with me on my mind. Mm. And God was, because I was trapped in my mindset. I was okay. focused on my mind, focused okay. on everything that was going on in my mind, and not focusing on what God was saying. Mm. And mm. in the book, um, it does have house arrest equals trapped in your mind. Okay. And pretty much, you're on house arrest inside, but God is waiting for you to surrender to Him mm -hmm. so He may set you free from mm -hmm. your house arrest. Wow, set you free from your own self. From your own self. Wow. Now that right there is deep. Hold on. So you telling me? Hold on. Now, <laughs> hey, house. God is setting us free from our own self. Wow. Wow. So that we can what? Renew our minds. Yes. So our minds can be transformed. Yes. By the renewing of our minds. So that now we're thinking things that are what Christ-like. Yes. Wow. Wow. Like it says in Romans 12 too, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transferred by the renewing of your mind, that mm. ye may prove what is that is good and acceptable mm. and perfect will of God. What is good and acceptable, what you're doing is right. Yes. Pretty much. And it's not, it's not wrong, but it's right. And it's acceptable unto God. Because we can do so many things unto God thinking that it's acceptable, but really it's not. So he actually allowed us to arrest ourselves so we can turn the mirror on ourselves to look within ourselves. Wow, that is awesome. And I like what she said in here. She said, house arrest means the state of being, being kept as a prisoner in one owns house rather than a prisoner, uh, rather than in a prison. But then she came back and said, house arrest means also trapped in the mind of something Meaning you're on house arrest on the inside, but God is waiting for you to surrender to him so he may set you free from your own self in your own house arrest. Yes. Wow. And I wow. Say, instead of sitting around under yourself dealing with the issue with your mind, mm -hmm. under house arrest and ask God why we should we should be changing the way we think, mm. is, and that's by praying, mm -hmm. fasting, Mm -hmm. Reading God's word, mm -hmm. worshiping and praising God for mm -hmm. our freedom. Oh, wow. From our freedom because why? We are trapped in combination, shame, and guilt, and bondage. But you said something else. You said the battle we face start in the mind. Yes. Because what is in our mind is what we begin to think. Yes. And what we begin to think, it goes in our heart to what we begin to what speak. And then now we're becoming what we're saying. So we're speaking our own downfall sometimes. Sometimes we speak in curses instead of blessings. Yes. Sometimes we, we talk our own self out of our own blessing. When God done already said he going to do it, but we say, but. But I can't do it right now because my money don't look right. 
Oh, I can't do it right now because I don't have a degree in divinity. See, God will choose you and call you and qualify you in your mess. I don't know about you, but that's what he did for me. He qualified me in my mess. Amen. And then he began to perfect me along the way. Yes. So I had to actually go on house arrest. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and Amen. it wasn't for no month. It was for some years, glory to God. But guess what? My mind is now what? Transformed and I got my mind made up that I am going to serve Jesus to the day I die. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Wow. Wow. So that is so awesome. Again, we thank everybody for joining us on Let's Talk Soar. I am your host, Apostle Robin Stokes, and we have with you our very special guest, Minister Amanda Smith, which is a first-time author who wrote the book, When You Are Going Through a Devotional. So I need for you to make sure that you get this book. She's going to tell us shortly how you can order this book because I know that it's going to bless your life. It has blessed mine, and not only have it blessed mine but this book is hot off the market yeah. she is selling these books like hotcakes they are coming for these books because these books I'm telling you they have a word in it has a word in here where it's going to bless you it's going to help you to get through even when you only got a couple minutes just to read a couple lines see this book is not so hard or so thick to where you got to take time out and just get it all together you can come back day by day and just read devotional just peace here and peace there, but it's all going to add up. And I'm going to tell you, it's an easy read, but at the end of the day, it's also transforming. Amen. See, we can write all day, but it has to be something that's going to transform us. It has to be something that's going to activate something with inside of us. So whenever we begin to write and God allow us to author his books that we begin to publish, we got to make sure that it's something that is tangible, something that is transforming, something that is going to bring life and bring people to their purpose and their destiny. So I thank God for the woman of God and how God have opened up a door for her, for her ministry and writing her first book. But guess what, y'all? I see more books coming out and I just cannot wait to see what those titles would be once Amen. they are published because she is right. Once you begin to write, see, it's overcoming that fear. And yes. I believe that even... And here, I like the one that says, don't give up. See, she didn't give up. Amen. See, even though somebody told her and said, oh, you're going to write a book. She didn't give up. Even though in her mind, she said to herself, I can't write no book. I'm not going to write no book. But that's how fear try to creep in. See, fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real. See, the evidence in that was God already said she was going to write the book. God already purposed that the book would be written. But fear would try to come in and try to hinder. But see, the thing is, what the enemy does not know is that that's when we birth out the greatest opportunities and the greatest things in life is when we're going through. See, you can't birth something if you ain't been through nothing. Amen. And I believe through that going through was things that were birthed, things that are great, things that are, are, are overcoming. And that's why we're talking on today, I am an overcomer. And I believe as we begin to talk more about being an overcomer, I like what she said. She said, don't give up. God has you. Now, how did you feel sometimes when you felt like giving up, but in the back of your mind, you knew God had you? 
I've had plenty of times where I've just felt like just giving up mm. and just like I God, I don't care. I'm like I'm done. Mm. Like just just always different situations that I've been through. It's it's been a rough road to get through them. Mm. And during some of them have been some of the most testing and the most trial that I've been through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just being in the situations, it got to a point of where don't give up. Like hey. that's, that's what I kept, God kept talking, telling me in the back of my mind, speaking to me is don't give up. Right. Your, your blessing is right around the corner. Wow. Right when you f- start feeling like you're about to give up, mm-hmm. it's the time that your blessing is a right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Your breakthrough is right around that mm-hmm. corner. And if you give up now, mm-hmm. You're gonna go right back to the same time, same test, same mm-hmm. trial again at a different later time. Yes. And God wants us to be able to get through the test and trial the first time, so that yes. we're able to grow through it and be able to go forward even more. That's right. And then she got we. Then after she talked about don't give up, that's where faith came in at. Because when she said don't give up, then she says be prepared because now here comes faith. So when you don't give up, your faith. Is being tested. Yes. Now your faith is being increased. And I like what you just said. You said, if you don't fulfill your assignment when it is given, you're going to have to go back at a different time and fulfill it. Because God won't graduate us to the next thing without fulfilling it. That's like a giant. You can't run from one giant if you haven't defeated one giant. Yes. See, that's why we need to understand what is an overcomer. The topic today is, I am a overcomer. You got to tell yourself, I am. See, I am means that you are putting emphasis on who you are. I'm not saying that you walk in in vain glory, no. But when you know who you are, then you're able to overcome different obstacles. The word overcomer in the dictionary, it means a person who overcomes something. Someone who succeeds in dealing with or gaining control over a problem or difficulties. Amen. Just like a women are women rights, right? Women, we overcame those rights. So now we get to vote. Now we get to work. Now we have a voice in the community. And matter of fact, we're able to do greater things. Amen. So we are overcomers. So overcomer also means that we have different challenges that may come from without. So we may go through something socially or economically or physically or spiritually, but the thing is, we must learn to overcome it, not get stuck in procrastination, fear, or feel aimless in overcoming whatever that information, that situation was. Okay, Daddy, here I come. I'm coming right down your lane, Dr. Um, Anthony Clark. The word overcomer in Greek um, is translated as overcomer. It stems from the word knife, like Nike. Just do it. Like Michael Jordan said, just do it. The Greek word for that is knife, Nike. Amen. (laughs) Just do it. Yeah, just just go ahead and do what you need to do so that you can overcome that obstacle so you won't have to go back to playing A. Yeah. See, when you can go, when you, when you can overcome that obstacle and don't have to go back to A, but go to B, C, D, E, F, and G, then that right there know that you are overcoming that obstacle. Ain't that right? Yes. Yes. So, um, the strong accordion says 
It is to carry off the victory. Amen. Hallelujah. So in Ephesians 6, 11 through 17, it allows us to know that what? We are victorious wearing what? The armor of God. Right? Yes. So we're able to come through every what? Battle because we are armored up. Right? Yes. So if we don't have on the armory, then we're not going to become what? Victorious. Because the enemy going to what? Beat us down. Ain't that right? Yes. So that's why you got to have on the armor of God 24 sevens. Amen? You got to have on your helmet. Come on. That's of right. what? Righteousness. Come on, helmet of salvation. salvation. That's right. Breastplate of righteousness. Uh-huh. The belt is what? The truth. The shield is what? It's our faith that comes that casts away every fiery dart that tries to hit us. The sword is what? The word of God. Our feet is what? The preparation of the gospel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Come on now. So, and then what? Prayer and fasting. It's yes. also another tour uh, as well as our weaponry because we pray and we fast. And fasting is so key because only through prayer and fasting are we able to overcome certain things. Because the enemy's stronghold is so strong, without prayer and fasting, you won't be over, able to overcome those things, right? right? But when you are armored up, glory to God, and you're going through those things and going through that situation, God is going to protect you, amen? Yes. But as we pray, we're calling things in the earthly, down here to the earthly realm, because God has made us kings and priests over the earth region to be able to call those things forth and bring those things into reality. Because yes. he's in heavenlies, but we are in earth. So he gave us the ability to what? Subdue, take dominion, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish these things in earth. So we don't have to wait on God or call on God because if Jesus' delight is in us, we're able to do all those things in earth. But why don't we walk in that authority? Because a lot of us don't know. A lot of us don't know. Amen. So, as an overcomer, what could you say an overcomer is in your own words? Overcomer is uh, coming through different uh, issues that I've been through. Mm. Overcoming to me. Overcoming the drugs, the alcohol, mm. overcoming the stuff that I was involved in, mm. and it's just for me being an overcomer <laughs> has been a better part of my life than to sit back and always have something <laughs> going on. Okay. Great news! For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Okay, okay. And for me, it's overcoming is like you might be going through stuff, but once you overcome that obstacle, mm. even in the natural, being in the military, myself, and having to go through boot camp, mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. so many obstacles that you have to go through, mm -hmm. not only in the natural, but also in the spirit realm to get mm -hmm. to where God has called you to be. That's right. That's when right. When God's called you, mm -hmm. 
he there's gonna be stuff that you're gonna have to overcome in order to reach that goal that God has for you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because you know sometimes because of what we are overcoming, we sometimes forget and know that God told us in the Word to resist the devil, and He would flee from us. So if we resist those things that are worldly, those things that take us out of the will of God, the enemy will not be able to come nigh our dwelling, near or nigh our dwelling. He will have to stay far from us. But because we don't know how to resist those things, because we want to continue to have one foot in and one foot out, when really that's dangerous, you got to have both feet in this thing called God. Amen. Yes. Yes. Because if not, you're opening up doors to the enemy to be able to come in, not only to attack you, but to attack your family, to attack your children, to attack all of the things that you have worked so hard for. So are you telling me that you don't work this hard to get towards the kingdom of God? And when Jesus come and he say, get away from me, depart from me, I never knew you. After all what we've been through, are you serious? Oh, no, I don't think none of us will want to be in that situation. No, never. So that's why as an overcomer, we are one who resists sin no matter what it looks like. And it's not just fornication, adultery, lying, stealing, murdering. Yes, that's sin. But what about gossiping? Yes. What about sowing discord? Yep. What about putting our mouths on men and women of God or, or people? What about hurting God's people? What about putting God's people into jeopardy and, 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 and allowing the enemy to come in and to steal their soul salvation? Because we don't want to stand up and do what God's called us to do because we get so high-minded in our positions and in our um, giftings that we forget about the love that we're supposed to give to people, you know? So we have to resist all these things no matter what. So we can stay an overcomer because that's how we stay being an overcomer and how we stay victorious in the things of God. Amen. Amen. And that's why God continued, Jesus continues to um, warn us that we need to hold fast to him. Amen. Because it's worth it. Amen. And he let us know just in case if somebody don't know, he says in Mark 13 and 13, you will be hated by all for my name's sake. Come on now. Now, I, we don't want to hate nobody. But when people is hating on you, or people are saying all types of things against you, and people are doing things to you, know that they hated Jesus. And if you're walking with Jesus, and Jesus is in you, and the glory of God is resonating from you, you know they're going to hate you. So don't allow them to hinder your walk. Stay that stay being that overcomer, overcoming those self things that sometimes um, um, low self-esteem that we deal with because we're worrying about what people say or how people feel about us. You know, when, I mean, we all want to be light. We all want to be loved. But at the end of the day, they're not going to get us in heaven. Only Jesus. See, I had to overcome that. Because I dealt with rejection, I dealt with low self-esteem, I dealt with all those things. You know, as a child growing up, being dark-skinned, how they would mess with my skin, and then not being as fortunate as the other children, how I would dress, the names that they would call me. 
But then as I grew up and the Lord began to be on my side and I be, and I got saved and I started walking this thing called life and love through Jesus Christ, he allowed me to know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. He allowed me to see the beauty within inside of me, not on the outside, which I thank God that is beautiful, but I'm talking about within the inside that he showed me the love that dwells in me. So now I can walk in boldness and confidence in God, not in pride, not in arrogance, but I know who I am in God. But I thank God that he had to deliver me from those things so that I can be able to know who I am and know that I'm an overcomer in spite of my situation. So when we're telling our testimony, woman of God, we're just letting people see that we are overcomers. Yes. Not that we're better than you or we no. have it all together, but we have overcome obstacles that maybe you're going through. Yes. Or overcoming some things that you may go through. That's why you should always be open to listen to wisdom. Because you never know, just getting these key nuggets on how to be an overcomer may help you overcome some situations. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I'm excited. I just believe that we're going to be closing up here in the next um, um, 20 minutes here. But before we close up, I just wanted to ask a couple more things in your book. It says, thirsty for more of Jesus. Now, I know it says, taste and see the goodness of Jesus. So tell us a little bit about thirsty for the more of Jesus. Thirsty for more of Jesus. Uh, for me, uh, it started out where uh, God was allowing me to just hunger more for that relationship with God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not only the relationship with God, but that that one-on-one -on -one time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with with Him. Like mm -hmm. I see Him as my Father, mm -hmm. which He is my Father. Yes, yes, and. Because of not really having a father figure in my life, mm -hmm. I had to a point, mm -hmm. but not like I thought that I should be having. Okay. God has always been the father figure for me. Mm -hmm. And during that time, it was um, pretty much during this, it was the point in my life where I was God. I was so thirsty. I'm like, God, like, I don't want just, just to be going through the motions. Okay. I want that deep relationship. Okay. That, okay. that thirst after you, the mm -hmm. one that you the living water that you give us. Yes, yes, yes. She said the living water that makes you want to live. Not just live life, but live for Jesus. Live for the things that you know that you're predestined to live for. And she said something so key. She said, naturally she didn't really grow up with a father, a father figure, even though the father was in the house. Yes. But I'm talking about a father figure is different because you can have somebody in the house acting as father, but if the time is not spent as father and daughter, then it's just merely just a figure that's in the house. Yes. So when you um, don't have that individual to play that part in your life, sometimes, and I know and I can speak for me, um, I did not know my father growing up. So I ran after things in life, men, because I needed to be loved. So when you have a father figure, uh, your father is going to love you. Yes. Your father is going to show you what love really means. He's going to take you out to dinner. He's going to show you how you should be treated. 
by, 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 by a man that is looking to probably marry you or, or date you until you're looking and seeking for marriage. So he shows you how to be treated. So he opens the car door for you. He he takes you out. He paid for your meal. He does things. He, he says things to encourage your spirit so that you can grow up to know that this is how a real man is supposed to treat you. But if you don't grow up with that, you're looking for love in the wrong places. Yes. And what happened is when you get connected to different men, you're looking for love and they may not know how to love. So now you're off to the next, then the next, then the next. And by the grace of God, God begins to pull you back in. Yes. And say, come on, daughter, I'm going to teach you, first of all, on how to love me. Because when you learn how to love me, then you're going to have to know how to love yourself. Because yes. I dwell in you. And because you're going to know that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And that you, I'm going to use you for my use. That you are more victorious and you're an overcomer. And that you don't have to cast your pearls to swine. You don't have to sell yourself short. Just to get something that is not even a value. Because you are valuable. So young women that's out there that's listening know that. You don't have to sell yourself short for a man to love you. If they don't show you that they love you through kindness, through love, through helping you, and even saying, I take your hand in marriage, maybe you need to start looking at other places. Because you don't have to sell yourself short just to get a man to like you. You could be by yourself. You need a man that's going to love you, that's looking for you to potentially be his wife. Because it says a man that finds a wife finds a what? Good thing. Amen. Favor. Amen. So women, you don't have to go out and look for that man. That man should be able to come and find you and show you through his love. First of all, the love in God that he has with God and him loving himself, not in vain, not in pride, not in self-glory, but the love that he knows that he's fearfully and wonderfully made and that he loves God and that he can also show you that love, that he can love you too and show you that you are a queen, that you are a daughter of Zion, a mother of Zion, that you are the apple of God's eye, then that's who you may be looking to marry. But don't go running after me to, just for them to buy you some shoes or just for them to pay your bills. Because that's going to run short. That's going to end quick. And then three, four things can happen. Either you end up with a disease, something that's uncurable. You don't run yourself so, so bad. Your body is not even able to have children. And then it's just all those spirits. Because, you know, when you interact with a person or have sexual intercourse with a person that is not your significant other, don't you know those spirits are what? Transported. They are um, into you through the sex. So those soul ties is now connected to you. So whatever issues that may was on that man or that woman, guess what? Those issues can attach to you if yourself ain't clean. If you got doors open. So it ain't just having sex, somebody. We don't talk about this. Because see, we don't talk about this in church. No. We don't talk no. about this type of stuff in church. When it comes to divorce and it comes to sex. But these are things that we need to really talk about. Because our young women, they need help. And in order for us to help them, we need to talk truth and love. And show them 
and be transparent with our own life to let them know what we have come through. Not saying I've been saved for 50 years, blah, blah, blah. Thank God you've been saved for 50 years. But you need to tell them when you weren't saved. Because maybe you not telling them, telling them that, maybe they can feel that they can overcome their situation because now they see that you're walking in the things of God, but then that you're not doing what you used to do. That's where we mess up, saints. We always say we saved for 50 years, another 20 years, and another 10 years, but we forget to really be transparent to tell them really who we are because we want everybody to think we so holy. But everybody got a testimony. Everybody got something that they need to say because it's going to help somebody. Quit hiding your testimony. Quit hiding who you was. Because some people, yes, I know they can't handle your testimony, but somebody may need to hear your testimony. Look what the woman of God did. She wrote her first book, When You Are Going Through. This ain't something she read from somebody. This is what she went through that she overcame. And that's why it is such a successful book because it is a true life transparency experience. And anytime things are transparent and real life, it brings transformation. Right? right? When you are going to. So what is the woman of God saying? She said we need to start talking more about us than them. Yes. If we start talking more about us than them, somebody may get saved. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm just excited. And there was another chapter in here. Um, she said... Be st- peace, be still, thankfulness, and don't worry. Wow. So out of all three of those, peace, be still, thankfulness, do not worry. Which which one, uh, which, which out of those three, which one do you really believe that God really spoke more into you when you started writing in those chapters? I would say probably peace, be still. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually at a church service mm-hmm. um, when God dropped that in my spirit. We were in night prayer night mm-hmm. and I was praying and I just heard the words peace be still so I had to look it up in my bible where mm-hmm. the scripture was for it mm-hmm. and as I was doing that um God sent me to Matthew chapter 8 verse 23 through 27 mm-hmm. and where uh the apostles were the disciples were um I'll just read it. Um, it's the, from coming from the NIV version. Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, "Lord, save us! We're going to drown." He replied, "You of little faith, why are you afraid?" Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Mm. Even the winds and waves obey him. Mm. And pretty much in here, during this, when God dropped that into my spirit, I was dealing with an issue with a job. Um, And during that job, it was, I don't remember exactly the issue Mm -hmm. um, that was going on, but with... God dropped that and said, peace, be still. No matter what that the situation was where I was sitting here and going through uh, with my job, um, God, to, God basically said to me, God has always provided for me no matter where I've been at. Mm-hmm. And when God provides for me, he was like pretty much saying to me, why do you have little faith? Why don't you have the faith that... 
you've seen me do so much for you. Mm-hmm. Why don't you be- do you believe and don't have the faith to get through this situation wow. with the job? And pretty much with this, like, it, it got me to the point where I was thinking, like, God has brought me through so much. Mm-hmm. And everything and seeing how at times like I feel like I don't have any faith to continue on to believe that God can bring me through this but he does yes 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 and right on the edge of where I was getting to give up on this job God dropped dropped that in my spirit just so that I could just realize like hey I got you don't worry like I I can get you through this wow wow And just, I said, with it being, that's pretty much what this whole thing pretty much spoke to me Mm -hmm. through the whole thing. Yes, it said, peace be still. See, y'all, I'm telling y'all, y'all have to get this book. Um, What we're going to do is we're going to take about three minutes, and we're going to take a short commercial. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead, and we're going to put the book right in front of you so that you can get the information so that you can go to amazon.com where you can actually go and order the book it's also on kindle so those that like to do ebook but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna bring the book up so that you can see the chat the name of the book the um the author again is minister amanda smith and as well um, we're not going to talk about this today but we will come back on and talk about the book that God also birthed through myself at the same time when uh, Minister Amanda Smith birthed out through the 21 days of prayers through the cries of the righteous here at Unlimited Grace. So that book is also there that you can also look at and get the information and go to Amazon.com because it was published um, two days ago as well. Down a prayer, 21 days of prayers and um, declarations, prophetic, um, scriptural, effective prayer so that you can read that as well so we'll be right back take a couple minutes i need for you to go ahead and look at the books so that you can go on amazon.com and go ahead and get ready to order the books Everything just falls. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
When you're going through devotional Amanda Smith, go ahead and get it. It's Amazon.com. Alrighty, we are back. Thank you for joining us. Let's talk sword. I am your host, Apostle Robin Stokes, and I have with me our very own author, minister, Amanda Smith. God bless you, woman of God. She is she is just a sweetheart, and I thank God for her life. She is such a servant. But most of all, I thank God for you joining us and those that have been listening in. May God bless you. And for those that um, had an opportunity to look um, at the book, make sure you go on Amazon.com and order the books on today. I'm telling you, you're going to be blessed. Amen. See, it's not even about the money. Glory to God. But we want you to be blessed. But God says the work of our hands he will bless us. Amen. So we want you to be blessed. We want your minds to be transformed and renewed because I believe through these 21 days of prayers and declarations, these devotions of prayers um, of going through and how to overcome you going through whatever it is that you're going through as you begin to read. And see, the thing is, when you begin to read, you also need to put yourself in place in the word. Ain't that right? Yes. So help them to understand how could they put themselves in place of when they begin to read your book. Um, like I said, just in the beginning is the table of contents uh, the, with the titles. Um, some of the page pages are a little off, um, just so that everybody knows because um, of the way that they are printed. Um, but go through the titles, look at the titles. If there's something that stands out to you, like if you're going through something and you're like where to turn to and you're just saying like issues that you might be going through, just like want to give up, whatever, just look at the titles, go through the titles. Once you go through the titles, just pick out one and just start. Like this is your own personal book. There's questions at, at the end of each um, topic. Go in there, really spend time with reading, look it up in the Bible, study mm -hmm. even farther into the Word of God than the scripture that I gave you that are in the book, mm -hmm. and just focus on on that one particular thing that you're going through until you get through that one and then go on to the next. That's good. That's good. And, you know, and like I said, as we continue to keep reprinting and printing and publishing more and more, God perfects it. Along the way. Yes, Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. So he keeps perfect. So don't look at the arrows, but be blessed by the message. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we wouldn't have knew that if she didn't tell us because as I read the book, I didn't even 
I didn't see it, amen, but she wrote it so she know, but I didn't see it, amen, but at the same time, God continued to perfect us as we go, and you know, let's, 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 let, let us both, we're going to do something that's going to be a double blessing to somebody that's looking to publish their book, because it's somebody that's looking to publish their book, yes. and it's somebody that's saying, I want to write it, but I don't know where to start, I want to write it, but I'm nervous. I want to write it, but I'm not that elegant in my words. I'm not that elegant in my writing. You can write it. You can do it. Let me tell you. All you got to do is just start out with just begin to speak it. Now, on your phone, what I learned on my cell phone, which I just learned this like, y'all, don't laugh at me, just about two months ago, my close friend, she was like, I see her talking on the phone, and, and she's texting, but she's talking. And it's so clear because she sent me that text. So usually when you do voice recognition, it always messes up mess up the text. The words misspelled or it say one word and it's supposed to be another word. But for this particular program that she had, the words spelled right out. So you can start just like that by starting to speak what you want to say. That's how I started that was my idea because when God gave it to me, he said, now each day that you're praying, I want you to write the prayers, the same prayers that you on the platform praying for the people. I want you to handwrite Because, you know, sometimes in your spirit, you just pray. Yes. And your spirit just be going, just praying. He said, okay, but I need for you to record yourself so you can come back and write those because this is going to be a book. Yes. So that's how that book was birthed through Dollar Prayer. 21 days of prayers and declaration. Do that. Going back, listening to myself praying and, and recapturing those words and begin to write those prayers day by day for 21 days. So we're going to speak to you right now in the name of Jesus. If you're looking to write or publish your book, guess what? You can do it. Yes, you can. You can do it. All you got to do is just go ahead and trust God and allow the Holy Spirit to begin to work through you and begin to just speak what it is that God has given you to speak. And when you begin to speak it, you're going to begin to just write it. Because he said what? Write the vision. Make it plain. Yes. Put it on Put it on upon the tables. Put it on upon the papers. So that it can begin to manifest into words and pages. And now, before you know it, you got a book. Yes. So you can do it. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus. And we touch and agree yes, right now. Let's touch and agree. We touch and agree. Let me get your right hand. We touch and agree right now in the name of Jesus, Jesus that you will write your, your book, book in the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus and that it will transform life. Because anybody can write a book. But we're talking about a book that's going to transform lives. That's going to bring transformation. That's going to bring life. That's going to bring people into their purpose and destiny. And also, God is going to bless you for being faithful and doing what he's called you to do in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. So we just thank God because God has continued to do great things in our life. And I am so honored to have our very own, I say guest, but she is family. But I say guest to you all because some of you may not know her. But a lot of you, I know y'all know her because she's always serving. Yes. She's all, She's a member at Turning Point, uh, Pastor Ella Monica um, Sherman. Amen. But God has use her to serve in so many different venues, going out, working for the kingdom of God. She has an awesome outreach ministry because every time you see her, she's out. 
See, that's how you know your outreach ministry because you're out. You're working with people. You're helping people. You're serving people. You ain't looking about the position. You ain't looking about the, the title. You ain't looking about your name being called. All you want to do is just help God's people. And, 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 and she does it in excellency. Amen? So we thank God for her life. So give us some last words, some last words that can be beneficial to those that are watching and somebody that may feel like giving up, but because we have told them on today that they are an overcomer, that guess what? Don't give up. What could you? What words of encouragement could you give them on today by looking into the camera and telling them? I tell each and every person that's watching, um, please share the video also um, so other people can get the, the, uh, the message out to other people. But I just say stay encouraged. It's not an easy road. Being in God is never easy. But we have to get through it. And the only way of getting through it is trusting God, mm -hmm. praying mm -hmm. to God, mm -hmm. worshiping God. That's right. And honoring God. That's good. Say that Even again. if you say that again, help them understand that one. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I love it. The only thing I can say is to be able to just allow God to speak to you. Um, you're gonna have to pray. Pray to God, read to God, read the Bible, worship God, honor God. Just stay encouraged no matter what it may look like. Mm -hmm. God has your back. God knows before you even get to what you're going through, God already knows that, what, yes. what's going to take place. Yes. But unless you give, if you give up, it's yes. never a positive thing to ever give up. Oh, wow. Always stay positive. Always yes. believe that God has you no matter where you are or what you're doing. Yes. Yes. I, I always felt like God will never, ever use me. I was I felt so low on myself, mm. always down in myself, the way I looked, everything. Mm -hmm. And thank God that God has delivered me from that and yes. has brought me forward out yes. of that yes. to be able to do God's will. Yes. It's if I would have just gave up back then, mm. that's why God spared my life. As many yeah. times as I've tried to commit suicide, mm. God has spared my life every single time. Wow. And I'm so thankful to God that he has. Because I see where I was at and where I am now, yeah. and I already see where I'm headed to. Yeah. And God has, God has you no matter what. Yeah. Just believe in God, worship God, read your Bible. If you don't have a church, find a church. Yes. You don't have to come way out of your way. There might yeah. be a church down the road from you. Just yeah. go and just sit there. Like you yeah. don't have to be get up and get involved or anything like that. Just go and just get fed into. Yes. Just listen to what God, God will lead you to where he wants you at. Yes, that's good. That's good. See, she said, just go. And then God will lead you. God will lead you on where he's calling you to. A lot of times we try to go and fit in. Yes. And when we don't fit in, then we get offended. Right. And then we leave, and now we don't left our place of deliverance. Right. What happened if there was a place that God wanted us to get our deliverance from? But because we went in trying to get, instead of just sitting and allowing the Holy Spirit to allow us to meditate and to marinate in the Word to where He didn't lead us, but sometimes we go and we pour everything right in. That's one of the things that I had to learn because being gifted and, and, and being called by God, I was gifted. And um, 
One of the things that the Holy Spirit began to tell me is, I don't need you to go everywhere and just throw out your gifts. I know I have gifted you to do many things and you carry a lot of gifts within you, but maybe this time I want you to just sit and just observe and then I'll tell you where I want you to go because sometimes it's not that you're going in and trying to take over anything, but sometimes when you have spirits that are territorial, see, that's another thing. When you have spirits that are territorial in places, even though you coming in just want to help, that spirit going to attack you. Why? Because it don't want nobody to come and invade where they are because they are threatened that you're going to come and take their place. But really, in reality, you have just the love that just want to serve God. And serve God's people. And you just want to utilize your gift for the kingdom of God. But because their mindset is don't think that way. They automatically begin to cause trouble for you. And so now you become what? Offended. Yes. So that's why you have to allow the Holy Spirit to, to, to guide you. And to move you where you are. So that when you get there. He'll show you where you, are, where you need to be. And what you need to be doing. Because a lot of times, maybe we are in an office, but maybe God don't want to use us in that office. Maybe, okay, God calls you to pastor, but he sends you somewhere else to say, I just want you to intercede. So just because you're a pastor, don't mean everywhere you go, he's going to have you acting as a pastor. He may have you go acting as a teacher. He may have you go acting as an intercessor. He may have you going acting as a prophet. So you got to know where, what God, where God is sending you and what is your assignment. For that particular place, that particular time. God bless you, Sister Tasha Marshall. She said, so proud of you, Sister Amanda, Minister Amanda. God bless you, woman of God. And yes, we're all proud of uh, Minister Arthur Amanda Smith. And I know just throughout the years and seeing her. Now, I'm telling you, nobody ain't told me this. But I've seen it with my own eyes when other people didn't pay attention. But God allowed her to be in my life. And I have saw how she have overcome. How she have um, traveled through different situations in life. And God have been in her life. Allow her to reach higher in debt than him. Not saying that she's perfect and she got everything right. None of us are. But at the end of the day, I saw growth. I've seen how God have moved in her. And I see growth. I see the transformation. I see change. Glory. Maybe not be to your scene, but I saw God move in her life. Amen. And I just thank God for her life. And that's why I wanted to invite her on because she is a blessing to the kingdom of God. And I know not just to myself, but I know she's a blessing to her pastor, uh, Pastor of El Monica Sherman with Turning Point Ministry. And I know she's a blessing to those that she go out and she support. And y'all, when she goes out and she work in the kingdom of God, she says nothing. She just work it. Do you hear me? Matter of fact, you could be looking over to think that you're going to try to do that. She already got it. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I love being in a place when she's there because she's always discerning. And that's what we need to be. We need to have discernment. That's what I'm saying. Don't get it twisted. Don't don't misjudge us or miss because we are discerning. We may not sound like you or do the things that you are, but we are discerning. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what you need. You need people that are able to discern the things that are around you. Amen. So God bless you. And again, um, author, minister, Amanda Smith, I am so excited that you came out today. I am blessed. I had an opportunity to sit down with the author. See, it's nothing like sitting with the author. And guess what? Just today I said, this month is going to be author month. There you go. Where God is going to bring in authors. This month of September, we're going to bring in another author on next Thursday. It's going to be a surprise. They have wrote two books. And I'm telling you, transformation, transformation. I believe that it is truly God that has transformed all of us. But this is the month that God is bringing in authors to talk about their story when they were going through See, your book is for all of us. When we were going through, these are books that were published, published books that were birthed because we was going through, not when we finished going through. See, a lot of times we finish going through and then we do what we do. But what do you do when you can go through and still publish a book? What do you do when you can still go through and still accomplish things in life that you didn't think you were going to accomplish because you were going through? A lot of times when we go through, we stop. And that's where we miss it. It's like somebody with cancer. You don't just stop and wait on your chemotherapy appointments, but you go visit somebody else with cancer. You go and encourage somebody else with cancer. And when you start doing that, guess what? Your cure is right next door. Because you still going out and encouraging somebody else, God can cure you just like that. Amen, amen. Amen. So we thank everybody for joining us. Let's Talk Soar. I am your host, Apostle Robin Stokes. And I need for you to join us on next Thursday, 6.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're here every Thursday, 6.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also you can go to the website soarinternationalministries.org where you can actually go there. And we'll also be having the book on there. And I think I'll go ahead and ask um, Amanda if we can put her book. I'm going to put her book also on my website as well. Because we're, you know, it's about the kingdom of God and helping one another. Amen. And I just believe that God is going to bless her. So those that do not know, please go to Amazon.com. And tell them a little bit more on how they can get your book, please. Um, on There's all, there's Amazon.com that you can go on. Uh, just type in the title, um, and it should pop the cover up. Um, also, it's ebook uh, through Kindle on Amazon also. Uh, but also, if you know me, or if it's okay with yes. the Apostle Robin, if yes. they, know, they know you, they can get with you and get their name take their name, their number, um, and I also am ordering books on my own so they can get them for me personally. <laughs> um, there is a website that is going to be starting up. I'm trying to get a website going for this book. Okay. Um, it's already a group on Facebook okay. under the title, uh, When You're Going Through Devotional. Okay. It's also on there. Um, I'm trying to post on there every day something encouraging. Mm-hmm. To each person, um, you should it should be public. You should be able to find it there. Mm-hmm. But if you know me personally, you can come to me. I do take credit card also, um, cash, check, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you guys have. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Apostle Robin, yes. they know you. They yes. can also get with you, and you yes. just give me the information, yes. and I'll order the yes. books. Yes, and, there, and it'll be on the website, and I'll get with you. I got a website for you, okay. so I'll help you get that up and going. Amen. So, yeah. that, so by next week, she'll have her website up yes. and going, where she can actually put it on her website, so you'll be able to go and pay through the website as yes. well, where it'll be secure um, through your credit card and everything. And I, I'm telling you, you're going to be blessed. Amen. So come on and sow into her ministry. When you sow into others, God will definitely sow into you. But until next time, we got to go. Let's talk to it. I am your host, Apostle Robin Stokes, and we thank God for our guests, our very Amen. own Arthur Minister Amanda Smith. Amen. And again, do not forget to get when you are going through devotional by Arthur Amanda Smith. In Jesus' name. Until next time, 6.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Same place, same day on Thursday next week. And we'll be back with another author. Because this month is a month talking with authors. Amen and glory to God. May God be with you in Jesus' name.